Okay, this is actually a really cool one. So asymmetry. We all know what symmetrical means, I hope. And actually, before I get into it, I also just want to say Happy New Year 2021. This will be the first episode of the new year. So think about asymmetry this year, guys. Identify asymmetry in your lives. It's very, very cool. So I think we all know what symmetrical means, or at least I hope you do. But just in case you don't, symmetry or to be symmetrical means that one side exactly reflects the other. So both sides of the coin are the same. Your left hand looks exactly like your right. Parallel lines are perfectly symmetrical. So I've just thought of those. So perhaps there are actually better examples. But nonetheless, think of symmetry in terms of beauty. You've probably heard before that symmetry of the face is one of our most instinctual indicators of beauty. Someone whose face looks exactly symmetrical on both the left and right side is more objective beauty than someone like myself who has one weird eye, for example. It's the imbalance that makes something not symmetrical. So in the context of this audio, we're going to try and talk about asymmetry. And I'll get to that soon. But first, when we take certain risks, there is not always an equal upside as there is a downside. For example, when I took out my position in Bitcoin, uh, right now as recording this, it's December 21, 2020. Just for all of you listening into the future, my guess is as good as anyone, whether it's going to zero out or reach a million. But I want to use this as an example for saying more or less it being a symmetrical bet. And don't get all technical on me, because obviously it's not exactly a symmetrical bet. But you could make the argument there is equal potential for upside as there is potential for downside. And the downside is not capped, neither is the upside, making it a relatively symmetrical bet. And now I actually come to think of it, most of the risks we take are asymmetrical. Because very few things we do have an equal downside to their upside. And it should be potential downside to potential upside. Usually there is a cap in there somewhere. So I really hope I haven't lost anyone. I'm just going to try and reaffirm that point. My position in Bitcoin, I'm arguing for this for the sake of this audio, is a symmetrical bet. Because it could also go to zero as it could also go to a million. There is a symmetrical risk on both the upside and the downside. Okay, so what does asymmetry mean? It means without symmetry. That is the definition of asymmetry. It's not the opposite of symmetry. This is something I was researching, and I actually couldn't find a definitive answer. And I actually think Google might be wrong on this, which is a bold thing to say. But nonetheless, I don't think... Asymmetry means the opposite of symmetry. It means without symmetry. So this is because the opposite of symmetry means that opposing sides would need to be completely opposite. And rather, asymmetry refers to just an imbalance between the upside and downside. So my face, for instance, is asymmetric, more or less, because one eye looks different to the other. So there is, the, um, th- th- there is an asymmetry between them between the left and right side. And I think, yeah, the online definitions are wrong because when I think of other A words like amoral, asexual, these don't actually mean unmoral or unsexual. They just refer to a complete disinterest. Uh, to, To be amoral is to act without moral consideration. To be asexual is to not be attracted to anything, right? At least that's my understanding of these words. So it makes sense then that 
asymmetric then means it simply means without symmetry. Okay, but now the definitions are out of the way. What is the purpose of asymmetry? Think about it in the context of taking risk. Because after all, this is the Nassim Taleb podcast and Nassim lives and breathes risk. Risk puts lead into his pencil as it does mine. Let's talk about asymmetric risk. Back when I was living in Sydney, when I was growing up, we would go out on nights out and my mate used to tackle this bin as we were coming home. My mate used to tackle this bin that was fixed to a metal pole in a public park every time he made his way home on a drunken night out. Anyone who lives in Oatley and knows about the uh, park just behind the train station can imagine exactly where this occurred. So he would reliably and repeatedly shoulder charge this bin until it came loose of the metal fixture. In this case, Werther was taking an asymmetric risk. Yes, he got the admiration of those around him and certainly gave us all something to giggle at, but he would also damage his shoulder and collarbone to the point of injury. The upside in this case is unequal to the potential downside. He was taking an asymmetric risk. A laughter was not worth the chance of him breaking his collarbone. So does that make sense? That, this is an example of an asymmetric risk. When he lines up the bin, the potential upside is that he can, you know, he can get a giggle out of the boys and he himself can feel quite cool. But that's really where it ends. That's the cap. The potential downside of him charging this bin down, let alone him injuring his collarbone or, or whatever, but you know, what, what, if, what if some police rolled by and saw this guy trying to tackle a public bin? Maybe he'd get in a little bit of trouble as well. The downside is much bigger than the upside. Asymmetric payoff. Okay? So do yourselves a favor. Start looking for asymmetric risks and behaviors that you can take in your lives. For those of you who have listened to the end of an episode before, you'll know that in addition to me urging you all to pump your juice into the algorithm, of which you have actually not been doing, so I will actually re-employ you to do me the 10-second service and subscribe to the podcast at a five-star message and leave a nice and leave leave a nice little commentary in there as well because it does wonders for the algorithm like you wouldn't believe and re- unbelievably actually a lot of people are listening to this podcast so it actually has the potential to become a real thing and it would be cool if that could be reflected in the algorithms but nonetheless for those who have listened to the end you'll also know that i make a plea directly to nasim taleb that he should hire me to read his his anti-fragile book for audible now i'm going to look at my plea to nasim taleb through the prism of asymmetry okay so this is an asymmetric risk for me to take as it is for nasim by pleading to nasim the downside of me asking is at the very worst the disappointment of Nassim ever responding to me and the embarrassment of failing in public, right? So you can agree with me, very low downside. That is, they are both things that I can <laughs> I can cop. It's, it's, it, it takes a lot to make me cry. So you can see it's quite a low downside, whereas the upside, the upside of me making this plea to Nassim is effectively infinite. So you might say, how is there an effectively an infinite upside to this? Well, here's the point. It's an asymmetric risk for me to take. We've already gone through how low the downside is. Now imagine this upside, and this is a little pipeline dream of mine, but nonetheless, I can envision it. 
So, say somehow, through the miracle of the internet, that Nassim does hear my plea, and he decides to respond to my call to action. He then employs me to read Anti-Fragile. Okay, and so I read Anti-Fragile, and it goes up on Audible, and say all of a sudden, Adam Reed, who is the creator of Archer, the animated uh, TV series, he gets into Anti-Fragile, and he starts, and he listens to the book, and he goes, hmm, I actually like the, the, the voice of this guy, that's quite cool. And then he reaches out to me. And then he says, do you, Ryan, want to voice a character on the upcoming season of Archer? And then, of course, all my dreams are now made and I can die happily. And this is a part of the infinite upside of this plea that I'm making. Now, I know it's a very narrow, very unlikely pipe dream. But this is also the point of asymmetry. If you make good asymmetrical bets, you expose yourself exponentially to more serendipity than you would otherwise. Now, me making this you know me daydreaming here about adam reed coming across the my voice and deciding that it was a good fit for archer that's obviously very unlikely but nonetheless it it would be serendipitous for it to happen by putting yourself out there into the world it's one of the most asymmetric risks you can take by creating this podcast by me writing online by making youtube videos or so forth think about how it applies to your own life the downside is usually embarrassment, ridicule, failure. If you agree with me, they're pretty low downsides. Real consequences in life are health, relationships, and money. All right, if you're not damaging any of those three, then your downsides, they're, not, they're pretty insignificant, okay? But what's the upside of putting yourself out there? What's the upside of creating these things and putting it onto the internet? It's the wonderful, infinite possibility of serendipity. So I say maybe Adam Reed comes across it. Yeah, I mean, that would be fantastic. And Adam, if you are by miracle listening to this, or if anyone knows Adam Reed, I would love to voice an Archer character. But nonetheless, it's a... I also run an interview podcast. Say that someone listens to The Anti-Fragile and that is then the catalyst for them to agree to come onto my podcast. And all of a sudden I'm speaking to someone who I have no right speaking to, who's... and all of a sudden that can then re-legitimize what I'm doing and so forth. I hope you see what I'm seeing here. I'm just sort of now spitballing on the random serendipitous upside that asymmetrical risks can yield. So it's asymmetric. Making this plea cost me barely anything, yet it could reward me everything. And again, to look at this from the other side of the coin, for Nassim, me reading this book for him is also an asymmetric risk from his perspective. What is the maximum downside to having me read the book? Well, a professional might do a better job, true. But how many more copies are you going to sell just because you put a fancy American accent on the tape? Now, unless you get someone like Stephen Fry to read the book, yes. If you get someone who, who people actively search his voice to buy their books, then yes, it will sell terribly more. But if you just get some guy that no one's ever heard of who's a voice actor and read a hundred books before and mine, yeah, he'll do a better job, but he's not going to sell more books because of it. But then again, you've got, it's an asymmetric risk for him to take. I'm going to cost significantly less than a professional. I'm going to do it with less interference. Like Nassim's not going to have a, you're not going to have to check in with me. I can do all the editing. Like it, it would be a full sort of package idea. And then now we get to the asymmetric upside. I'm here with a Nisimtaleb podcast. 
I mean, I'm on YouTube. I'm writing online a lot. Who knows? I could become an extra marketing vehicle for this book. You've got all this asymmetric upside. The downside is capped. The upside is uncapped. So I hope this is making sense to everyone. And forgive me if I'm going on a little bit. But the it's the new year. It's the new year. And asymmetry, asymmetry is actually all around us. It's all around us with your relationships, with your work, with your hobbies. And you want to find it because you want to you want to seek out behaviors and risks that have a capped downside and an infinite upside. So certain competitive domains reward asymmetry more than others. Compare the professions of writing online and being a dentist. Risk is much higher when you when you write online. It's a more competitive domain, there's a lower barrier to entry, there's more competition, there's an excess of supply, etc. But the upside is also infinite. You can write one blog that can be iterated a billion times at no extra effort to you. Writing online is one of the most winner-take-all competitive domains out there. When Kevin Kelly wrote A Thousand True Fans, he put in a couple of hours effort for what is now probably millions and millions of dollars of value. So writing online is an asymmetric risk. It costs barely anything, but can reward you everything. Now let's think, what about being a dentist? Well, it's actually a very low-risk occupation to get into. There's an extremely high barrier to entry, about a seven-year degree. It costs a lot to do. You have guaranteed demand. There's usually a low supply. You can just move somewhere where there aren't as many dentists. And you can almost reliably enter the profession of dentistry and be rewarded. But with this comes a capped upside. You cannot iterate a surgery one time and then have it replayed a billion. No, you have to be present for every single surgery. You can only ever have so much exposure. So dentistry is quite symmetrical. It's a measurable downside and a measurable upside. Whereas writing is quite asymmetrical because it's a measurable downside, but an immeasurable upside. So which of those fields have more asymmetric returns? Okay, that's... That's all she wrote, guys. Look, I'm doing a lot of writing online and I've got an interview podcast as well, which if you are interested, I would actually love for you guys to give it a listen to as well. And I'm looking for feedback. Okay, it's kind of blowing my mind how many people are downloading and listening to this podcast. So I want to make it better and I want to make the, uh, I want to make the subject matter more relevant. So maybe I do more of the same, but maybe not contact me you'll find me on twitter or my uh, email will be in the show notes and if you want if you need seo help i run an seo agency and uh read what i'm writing online subscribe to the newsletter do all the good stuff and finally it's the new year make the nasim taleb podcast the number one podcast of 2021 pump your juice into the algorithm you've all got good juice in you pump it into the algorithm five star reviews comments sharing it around Share it with a friend. Introduce your friend to Nassim Taleb and just say, look, you don't have to buy a fucking book. You don't have to do shit. Just listen to this podcast. That'll introduce them. Perhaps that's all they need. <clears throat> Happy New Year. My wishes go out to you all. Let's make 2021 a fucking rip snorter. Ciao.